Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to another edition of Boots, Balls and Bras, straight off the back of the Lionesses' win against Colombia. Um, Farah, it's great to see that when you're going out to Australia, you won't be passing them in the airport because they will still be there competing in the competition. Um, but some early scares in terms of going down and, and I guess it just shows how the Lionesses have built this resilience as a team. We've talked about it time and time again around the mindset and what Serena's done since she's she's come in. The performances, I know you've got loads to say about that because you're cutting your eye and we'll get into it, but we're through to the next round. Excited? We are, we are. We are. I mean, I wasn't excited watching it, um, but excited that they're going to still be there when I arrive. Um, I was packing last night and this morning and literally I've got my Spain one already packed in there because they'd already qualified. I've got my, I had my, <laughs> my England one on the side, my France one on the side, just waiting to see what one needs to go in next. But yeah, um, look, obviously delighted with the, with the result. I think that's the most important thing. I think as a fan, I want us to win the World Cup and bring it home. That's what we want, right? But as somebody that knows how good these players are and the expectation that they now have allowed us to have on them, I think the performances have been really, really poor. I think uh, tactically we haven't really adapted in game. I've said it in, in, in other games. I felt again today we really struggled against a really good, aggressive Colombian team. I think Kira was non-existent in terms of she was isolated in there. You know, they really made that compact. We should have used that overload in central areas. We didn't. I felt like all of our build-up earth was really low. I felt like all in terms of attacks, in terms of entries and bodies into the box, again, didn't commit that many numbers. It was a bit cagey. It looked to me a little bit like how Japan set up yesterday. Mm. Um, in their game against Sweden only when their backs were against it did they try and commit a little bit more and I think that was what was frustrating I, I understand that they're a bit cagey against these teams that are a lot more aggressive and obviously the transition you know a lot more direct but I don't know the performance wasn't there for me the result was there and that is the main thing that they're in the semi-final against host nations so that semi-final certainly is going to be unbelievable um, yeah. but this time Earth the Lionesses have to play in, so in front of a sold out crowd that are going to be against them a hundred percent. And like we said, if we're looking on receipts in terms of performances, it still hasn't been hasn't mm. been great in terms of what we know the Lionesses can do both individually and collectively as a team. And like you said, Australia is definitely going to have the 12th woman on their side in terms of the crowd. And I don't know if they're even going to be able to hear each other in terms of communication. So they're going to have to let their football do the talking. And I guess I was thinking about this in terms of the teams that are still sort of left in the competition. We have three European teams um, and then obviously the host Australia making it through, which actually, if you think about it, most of their team plays in Europe anyway. Mm. So it's going to be a competitive game. And we, I don't think they're going to be able to ride off of just not having a, a good performance. I think they have to perform because I think if we look at Australia in terms of, we'll speak about it later, but penalty takers and like set pieces, they are going to be ready to upset yeah. the apple cart in terms of 
um, the European champions trying to come on their turf. We've seen what happens when it comes to like the Ashes. We've seen oh. like, how it's competitive. Like all anything Australian, um, England is is definitely competitive, and I think this is going to be absolutely no different. I just I'm excited. We're going to have a new World Cup winner, which is going to be mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I don't know. There's something about me. I, I I want the team that wins the World Cup to have played well. Mm. Like as a football fan, I, I don't like the whole point of having a World Cup is saying I, we are the best collective team currently in the world and we deserve to be the champions. And I guess the reference I use to that is like when you think of the old like male Brazilian teams, like they were super dominant. They were the best mm. team in the world. And yeah. I don't I don't want the luckiest team in the world to come through. I want the best team to win. But yeah. that's not how football goes, right? Of course, but you know what? It's 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 one of those earth. Like I feel like the impact, and I, I understand we've gone with a depleted squad, right? I'm just trying to look through the games, like when I think back through the groups and whatever. And I understand they have to do what they got to do to get to get through, and they've done that. And mm-hmm. so, in terms of trying to being negative about it, it's quite difficult to do that because at the end of the day, I'd take a result over any any performance mm-hmm. as a player. But for me, we've changed formation. And it worked against China for sure. It worked. It was it was something different. But I don't think it works. To, it worked against Nigeria. I certainly don't think it worked again today. And it's you think back to the Euros when we had uh, um, the super subs, whatever you want to call them, game changers, whatever you want to call them. We ain't got a game changer. This was my whole thing before the tournament. Point me out on that bench a game changer. Somebody, I mean Chloe Kelly, I'd say, but put, put, pick me out a player that's going to come off the bench and make impact. They're not. So we're having players that are literally leggy. They're getting through the games. They're leggy. It hits 60, 70 minutes. They're, you can see the legs are like. They're tiring, and we ain't got that same energy that we 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 played with in the Euros, where we brought five players on, and it really kept the energy alive, kept the intensity of our performances alive. We struggled, we, we literally intensity-wise, we struggled in today's game, today's game massively. But yeah. I mean, look, there's there's some positives. I thought I thought Hemp and Russo. I thought in terms of them both getting on the score sheet as strikers, I thought it was good. I think the fact that Russo scored the goal, the winning goal that seen us through, I think in terms of her confidence, will do her the world of good. She obviously mm. had a, a hand in the first goal. Um, for us, I know both of their goals, both of our goals, were real mistakes from Colombia, the goalkeeper for the first, the centre half for the second. Yeah. Um, but we took our chances. I was in game earth, and I'm thinking, Rach, you know what, Rach Daly, I, I said she should play left back, but I've always wanted her to play left back where she could have something in front of her. Yeah, she can't play wing back as a right footed attack-minded player because every time it gets switched out to that left-hand side, she cuts infield. Every time it's going out there, she's infield and it's just stifling the attack. Whereas mm. in-game, I'm thinking, do you put Hempy out on the left-hand side as a, as a wing-back just to get daily up top, just so you got naturally left-sided? So when we do break the Colombian line, when we did at times, we're still continuing the momentum of the attack. I felt at times, too much at times, we were coming back inside, it was really slow and we just couldn't get players into the game. So yeah. that was frustrating. And I think another option, and, and you talked about just a minute ago around game changers. I know she hasn't had any experience, especially Robinson. on the last day. Yeah, Robinson, man. Like, yeah, but, if you, can't, but you can only play, you'll have to change the formation. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I'm like, we've stuck with this formation because of the, the hype around the performance against China. We were brilliant in that China game, right? Mm-hmm. Without Kira in the team. Now, in both of the games Kira's been back, we haven't really been able to get her into the game in this formation. Mm-hmm. So, that formation we played with the five, two, three, whatever you want to call it, right? With Katie Zellum in there, really helped her. Really yeah. helped Katie Zellum, right? Because she was allowed to be front foot aggressive. She didn't really get on the ball much. What she did do, she was quite tidy. For Kira, who needs to be on the ball and dictate play, she's not getting involved with the ball. In both of the games, Nigeria, she weren't involved. And today, again, she weren't involved. Does this formation suit our key player, which is Kira? When yeah. you think about our attacks and where they come from, it comes from her. So if this formation 
don't suit Kira, right? You don't play her. Or you go back to the formation that suits her and where she can dominate performances and put her back in there. I don't understand why you'd play a formation where our key players aren't impacting the game from it. Like yeah. she struggled. She needs somebody alongside her. You heard in commentary, Emma Hayes is crying out for it. I'm sat here on the couch like, somebody, like, Stanway, come a little bit lower. Get mm. closer to her because we needed to get her into the game. If any of our attacks are to come from deep, they come from her. And yeah. both of yeah. these games in this new formation don't suit Kira. And I think it's something that um, Serena Wiegmann, after this game, needs to go away and think about before we go into that Sweden game. Serena, you heard it to go and go and come at it. Alpha, come on. Right, tell me, tell me. You, you, you see the impact. You see our team set up when we play Kira in there, right? When we play a 4 3 3 and Kira's in there, she's so impactful with and without the ball. Mm, she finds but it. But in this formation, we haven't been able to get her involved in the game. She's had limited impact in, against Nigeria and against Colombia. So I'm asking a question Does the formation not suit her, or does she need to do more in the formation to impact the game? I'm just throwing it out. I don't know. That have answers, I, I and of course she's coming back off an injury, right? So we don't know the extent of the injury. Yeah, I think Serena would say the latter, and the coaching staff would say the latter in in terms of like just try and find the space. Which I think we've got to give credit to the other teams. They're just the way that they're they're playing. They're setting up well, knowing that is the key for England, and they're going to always try to unlock it. And they're doing everything, I guess, in terms of focusing on that. And I don't think England are bypassing it. Can they? Have they got the personnel to bypass that and actually say, we know that teams are going to be setting up for this exact thing. We're not being able to work it and, and met, find a way to get Kira on the ball. What is that next phase of play? What is our what is our alternative? What's the contingency plan? Or is there you know not what? just keep running around, going from side to side, trying to find that key? We do the same thing that we're right? We try and break the lines of the ball on the floor all of the time. All of our passing is trying to break lines on the floor. Right when I look at Colombia today, they found a way to dink it over. Like they, they, I just look like they were in a cage, mate. They look like they was in a cage. I'm watching them, like in tight areas, tight, 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 and they lift it over your head. Mm. They're lifting it over you, so you can't even. You, you have to do so. You have to handle it or foul or whatever. We try and pass between lines if gaps aren't even there, and that's our problem. We force things. You ain't got the creativity to dink between lines, or play longer and play off the front. Like, we don't do that. Unless it goes from really bright with a big diagonal, who's getting on the ball and lifting the ball into areas with detail on the pass? You look at France's goal uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Or, oh, sorry, the, who did they play against? Morocco, where uh, Renard, she dinked it into the line into Dali. She helps it on and they get themselves in the box, create chances, score goals. Like, Japan do it. You've got to be able to play between lines in different ways other than trying to break it through the floor. And we ain't, we ain't shown that detail yet. Uh, and I guess if they say... If it's not broken, then <laughs> don't fix it. Don't bore me. Don't bore me with this, this, this cliche is talk. I understand that. No, but this is tournament football. They are at a tournament to win a tournament. So they're. Ask me, did the Colombian keeper get tested today? Not at all. I mean, the one, what the one goal she had to save was the one uh, Rousseau's goal, but the other one she fumbled. That weren't even a shot. Uh, Hemby's goal weren't even a shot. Yeah, humbled it herself. It was just an, an easy take right on the half as well. Literally ruined them. Mm. But I'm just saying, Mary got tested. Mary again saved us at 2-1, that save yeah. into the top bins. The okay, I know she got lobbed for the first goal in her position and people are going to talk about it, but she kept us in the game again. Yeah, 100%. And I told again. you, it would be a, game, be a uh, tournament of, of keepers' performances. I'm just going to repeat that again. Good, bad or indifferent. <laughs> Good, bad or indifferent, exactly. Because mm -hmm. there was uh, two mistakes today, don't forget. Oh, uh, but there was many positives that we, we can take from that as well. But, yeah, I think for Australia, I think they're going to... I personally think they're going to go back to their original formation. I think they, I think the players will feel more comfortable 
in that rather than trying something new. Who did you take out, though, Earth? Who did you take out? Jess mm -hmm. Carter, 1v1 defending today, was brilliant. Again, superb. Don't get yeah. me wrong, she was beaten a little, a couple of times in the early, in the early, in the really early stages of the game. Casado got in advance of her, whatever. She didn't gauge her distance to get close, but once she got that earth, she was very good again. Yeah, I think she's, and, she's and isolated in her defending. She's Sorry. still the one. She's still be the one taken out, just purely from history, like and what's been, what's gone on. Like if she's got, if they're going to pick someone, they're go it, it's going to be her. Mm. Like perform, like forget about performances. Now we're setting up and preparing for this next game. Not on emotion of, yeah, you played really well and like actually No, 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 I know it's personnel. You have to you have to play what you have to play. I'm just What's do you play that? a left back? Do you play a left back, take daily out? Is that an option? Because no. defensively, when you think really, like when Daly played at, at wing back, she doesn't really have to defend. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they take I think Daly stays in. I think Jess comes out if, mm -hmm. if we're gonna Yeah, just kind of shut just and then Chloe Kelly in. Can Chloe Kelly in? Hmm. And then you have to look at what they do. I mean, she's one of those, isn't she? Creature of habit. Like, she wants to keep it the same once it works. She did it with a 4 3 3 for, for all of her time. Surprisingly, she changed to this formation, and now I don't see her changing back. Yeah, but at a time yeah. when your performances ain't pulling you through the game, you've got to revert back to that. So you've she got wouldn't have gone to this formation. Had Kira not get, got injured, this formation wouldn't have come alive for England. But they would have practiced it and they would have been ready for it. It's some, it would have been in their armour. would have been. They wouldn't have just done that because I know they haven't prepared for Kira not to be mm. like former lionesses and that have said. But that they would have had an alternative. They would have had a contingency plan. Mm. Trust me, teachers don't just go with one plan. We always. Oh come on, teacher talk. Jesus, <laughs> you do. You used to just make me copy off the blackboard all the time in school, and that's why I'm so stupid. Oh God, I used to be like, "What are we doing, Miss? Just copy this, okay?" But I can't take it in. I don't know what I'm like. I'm like looking at the board, not even learning to spell a writing. You're talking about Grange Hill days. We do differentiation now. Oh. There's so much different things that we wow, do. Wow, which I need, I need to go back to school now then. Well, I'll see if I've got a place <laughs> at, at my school. But looking forward, definitely looking forward to semi-finals. Um, oh, man, that's going to be big for us. I can't wait. This is, it. this is the make or break. You're literally counting down. You've now got mm. two more games. Like, well, you take one game at a time. You've got to get through the next one and then it's 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 all or nothing. This so. is ours to this is ours to lose. I've said it since all these teams have gone out, it's ours to lose, but that comes with pressure. Mm -hmm. That comes with big pressure. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But Australia, Earth, what about um, sweet, uh, Spain? Spain and Sweden final. 
Spain, man, is scraped for in the end against uh, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the but, Netherlands scored a late equaliser, and then obviously Spain got one in extra time, but that was a good game. Spain, the furthest they've ever got in a tournament before, semi-finals. With half a squad. The emotion of the players. Eh? With half a squad. Exactly, with a, with a weakened squad as well. It's mad, isn't it? Uh, um, I think that's that's going to be down to Spain being prolific in taking their chances and how well Sweden do with their set pieces. I think the mm. high advantage is going to be a, a massive positive for Sweden, uh, but they can also play, which is which is great. Mm. So unless Spain turn up and do the business, Sweden, I think will will see it over the. Sweden line. just they can defend Earth. They're so compact defensively. Like, they're so well organised defensively. They're hard to break down. I think Spain will be able to break them down. I think mm-hmm. the only goal they conceded, wasn't it, against Africa, uh, South Africa in the opening game? Mm-hmm. Sweden, they haven't conceded many goals. And obviously, oh, they conceded yesterday, but Japan really struggled uh, yeah. to break them down, which was frustrating. But I think Spain, as you say, they have to be clinical. I think they'll be able to break them down and create chances. It's whether they're clinical or not. Yeah, that's... Japan yesterday they weren't so, and then I I think for Sweden they have to stick to their strengths, direct set pieces, and, and dominate in that way rather than trying to be something they're not, which I don't think they would. I think mm-hmm. they'll be like this is us, um, but Black Stenius Earth. Did you watch the game? Oh, the striker, the that couldn't uh, that's that goal. I don't know how. I think it's harder to miss. No, I think it was harder to miss. At least harder to miss the target. Honestly. Oh my gosh! But it's another chance on the world stage. Yeah, for them against Espanol and Jonas would be buzzing. Arsenal manager with all his uh, Arsenal players still involved. What? What? So they don't have. So they're almost doing pre-season. Pre-season yeah. Forward, yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we go on to wrapping up our first half and on to our second half? Okay, so on to our second half, and we got to talk about the twenty penalties that right. that we saw uh, this morning between France and Australia. I, we we were messaging right Farrell during the game, and I think I called it straight away in terms of I said Australia is definitely winning this, and it's not because I didn't believe in France. I just think when I watch France and the way that they play. And the way that they pass the ball, it just it's too I don't know, like flary. They play too much. They just yeah. yeah it's just this there's like no real That's all, the penalties were poor. They Let's were. be honest, they were poor. Like I'm reading people go, Oh, it's such an exciting penalty. Exciting. <laughs> the, the, the technical like it was poor. Mm. Technically, like penalties the penalties are really, really bad, in my opinion. Even the ones that went in. Like they were really soft. Yeah. Like a couple of them was really, really soft. I was really disappointed with it. I mean, don't get me wrong, for a neutral, it's like, oh, but it's like, you really missed that? Have you missed that? Have you really executed like that? I'm just sitting there thinking, it, I don't think it was a it was a good penalty shootout. It was obviously, and to be fair, on on the basis of the game, I don't even know who should have gone through. Yeah. It was no. a tough one. I thought they both equally, it was probably as even as it could have get. I would love to see the golden goal. <laughs> Literally, I was thinking, please don't go to penalties. I actually, what, yeah, I wanted someone to score and and get it through because I just mm. knew that, like you said, the technicality of the penalties wasn't great. And even in terms of some of the the goalkeeping, like some of them got a hand to it. Like some, I don't know if they was trying to catch one of those exercise oh. 
big balls that you the medicine ball <laughs> you know the, the bigger ones the ones that you kind of feel oh they're like the yogurt I don't even know what they are the ballet I don't even know what they are I know what you mean yeah I was like wow how how yeah. wide you your hands but yeah it was Australia obviously who came out on top and I thought actually I, I thought I, I was going to be wrong when and then Arnold stepped up and hit the post and I was like guys why is Arnold taking the penalty now even though that she could see her name written up in light she's made save she's now taking the penalty and she tried to open her body up like Henri and it clipped the post and I think then France definitely believed I think I was more impressed with the reactions on the sideline especially the goalie from well the French goalkeeper <laughs> literally from the French goalkeeper and some of the players they were keep they were keeping me more entertained than yeah, players that were, were coming up but Again, it comes down to it. There's players who... Do we need to prepare the whole squad to be ready to take a penalty? 100%. The first it doesn't, just come, it doesn't just come down to that. It's like, it's the pressure of it. Erfa, they were walking up to the penalty like they were going to vomit on the spot. Like, I was like, are you okay? Like, you can see this. Like, their mouth was dry. To, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they've just played a game, but they were like nerves. Like, they were spitting feathers, bruv. It was too much. They were nervous, all of them. So even like your main key penalty, Catley, look how good she was with her uh, penalties. Mm. Her penalty execution was poor when it mattered. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, I do. I don't think you can... I, look, I think you can do repetition of penalties and I think it's important that you do that. And I think it's important that you have a routine for your penalty so you can get into your zone and that nothing around you impacts you. But yeah, I think everybody has to take a penalty, but I just don't think you can ever prepare yourself for um, the pressure of scoring or missing a penalty at a major tournament that's going to send your team home or through. I don't think you can prepare yourself. I think you can visualise all these things and whatever, but as long as you're in your, in your mindset mm. and your, as I said, your routine is correct and and you execute, like Darley, uh, one of the most technically gifted players in our league, the penalty was such a letdown. Yeah. I was really disappointed. That's what I'm saying. She's got a retake. I know. She's got a retake. Compose yourself. If she had a routine, if she was a naturally pen a penalty taker, she would have had a routine to recompose herself. She, she's clearly not a penalty taker. Hence why she did the exact same thing and rushed it. Didn't even take a moment. Yeah. So, a quick question. Does does your penalty routine change, whether it's an in-game penalty or if it's a knockout penalty at the end? Or, or do you just, it still stays the same? I think the routine stays the same. My okay. routine would stay the same. Now, I'm not saying that the pressure don't heighten. Of course it does. The pressures are different with that. Mm. But you have to stay in that zone of knowing, okay, this is my routine. I place, I do whatever, whatever, whatever. Breathe. Take a moment from the whistle. Like you don't need to. You don't need to take the penalty straight away. Do you you're not going to get carded for a delay on a penalty. Like you're not going. They're not going to book you. Take your take your time. Compose yourself and just think about execution. You don't need to look anywhere else. The goal's not moving. Mm. And I'm not talking like I'm an expert. I miss plenty of penalties. Important yeah. penalties. I missed a penalty in the semi final of the FA Cup. They're not deserved. I'm just talking. And that was without preparation. So what I'm saying when I when I had preparation when I started to use preparation. Mm. It was easier to to feel comfortable in taking penalties. It's so it's so funny because even like for me the routine of taking the penalty, I always go back. Ever, sorry, sorry, thinking about the penalty, I'm getting dry mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting dry. I, um, <laughs> I go back to my um my routine of when I was like, I'm talking nine ten at my local sports center. And we, our coach, who say, when you take a penalty, you've got to put the ball down, you've got to take a certain amount of steps backwards. You say, and I literally zone out back to that smelly gym sports hall 
and that's and I'm literally still I'm just in that zone. Taking but I don't know what it's like to be on the world stage where you've maybe got like seventy thousand people booing, hissing, doing other stuff. If if that will then change, but like you said, the routine and to be able to block it out is is the most important thing. And that preparation before, I'm assuming as a national team and the best in the world in terms of your country, you would have those basic things. Those lines. If they haven't, they better be doing it now. They better go there right to the right to their training ground now and practice from now until the England game because that could be another one that potentially could go to penalties given mm. the history of the teams. So, so, so talking about that, we, we talked about the, the penalties and we're into our semis now. What we say and who's 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 going through? Who's who's going through to that final? England Spain final. England Spain final. No hesitation. No, but I'm taking both shirts and whoever wins, I'm wearing it at the final oh, whistle because I, I ain't supporting the losing team. <laughs> so what do you think? England, England's going to be just too much for Australia, even as a home nation, you reckon? Payback. They beat us before we come out. They're the team that broke the record. So we have we have to have a little bit about us. We was obviously had a weekend, a little bit of a weekend team in that, in that game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but our head-to-head against Australia isn't great. But I don't want to look at that. Yeah. And I've brought it up, but I don't want to look at it. It's just, um, a, it's a new game. I think it's everywhere. Yeah. It's gone before. I don't know why. I don't, they're not better than us. They're not better than us. They're a team that we should be beating. But we have to execute. We have to up our levels. We can't, we, we won't beat them if we play at the level we played at today and, and in, in the Nigeria game. For sure, we won't beat them at that but, level. But have they been performing? We didn't, beat them at, we didn't beat them at that level when we played them. Um, at what's it called Brentford so we didn't beat them at the level we're at now because this is the level that we were playing when we played that friendly against Australia we played at the same level we're playing at now and we didn't beat them so if we go in that, to the game at that same level in, of intensity and quality we won't beat them again I think we played so, a bit at Brentford maybe <laughs> which maybe. means I'm thinking yeah just con- I think the con- I don't know I think if anyone if out of all the teams that are in if anyone's going to like capitalise on us not having our foot on the pedal out of all the teams that's left in, I'd say it'd be Australia. I think that's the worst team yeah. as a whole nation because England would know exactly what it feels like to have the nation behind you. Now, they're going to be the, the ones that see it on the other foot. Mm. And it'll, be, it'll be interesting to, to see the psychology behind that in terms mm. of like they know what it's like, the benefits of it, and not having that and not performing well and been scraping through the World Cup. Like, mm. how, like this is really with the point where they say you have to find, a, like, let's see if you can find a way or otherwise it's it's home time. And obviously, well, without Lauren James again for one more game. Um, so Lucky it, we didn't take a booking in this game today. I was I was impressed. We had five players or something in a booking. So yeah. the fact that we got through the game without a booking is impressive. So everyone, everyone's still available, which is for the final. Get there as well. That's what you want, though. You want the best team. You want everyone available. You want yeah. them all, all competing um, for the title. But I'm thinking Spain. So you're going Spain, definitely beating Sweden. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that game. Well, it shouldn't go to penalties. I think there's far too much talent and creativity. I don't. You know what though? If if if, if what's it called? Sweden are direct against Spain. They got they could cause them problems. I think both I think both semifinals are gonna be tight to call. Yeah. Mm. Have you got a Sweden shirt? No. Okay, so that means Spain's definitely going through. So Spain, England, final. Um 
I I think I'm I'm going with you on that one as well. But I don't know. I've still got something about you've got, you've yeah. got Australia on your head. I've got I don't know. I've got Australia. Are you going to put it out there, or are you going to are you going to you going to bag out? I'm going. I'm going Australia. Okay, against Australia against Sweden. Of course she would. No, Australia against Spain. 100%. No, you said Sweden now. No, Australia, that's my... Don't give me a chance, please. Okay. Australia against Spain, finals, and Spain to to win overall. Mm. That's, what, that's where I'm going. He's coming home, Murph. He's coming home. Well, if it does come home, I will definitely be excited about that, and I'm sure... We will have an upgrade from the parade at Trafalgar Square. Um, maybe it'll be a bit bigger. Maybe we can still get the jerk pan out, even though Jamaica hasn't maybe come through. We can help organise that. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Scampi and fries. <laughs> oh, God, help me. It's too early for this. I'm tired from them two games. They literally drained the life out of me. Oh, well, you hit her first. Farrah thinks it's going to be a Spain-England final. I think it's going to be an Australia-Spain final. Um, so Spain's definitely going through, both of us. And you know how our predictions have been so far because both of our teams have gone out of the World Cup. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to the next set of games. Uh, Farrah will be joining us from Oz and she will be maybe doing some pop-ups. So please have a look out for, I guess, the boots, balls and bras handles. Um, Farrah might be going live. Um, we're going to have some interactions with the fans and maybe some former players, etc. Or maybe not. Um, you might just see Tumbleweed and me. Um, but yeah. You might, you might see me practising my swimming in, uh, in the beach, you know, to get my Blue Peter badge. Ah, to get your Blue Peter badge. <laughs> I was, it's so funny. When you said it, I was like, oh, I've got a Blue Peter badge. So... I'm ahead of you. I'm ahead of you as well, Farrah, on that. I'm yeah, you're stealing a blue footer badge. Um, I'm gonna try. No, and... I didn't steal it. You know, I didn't steal it. It was a fake one anyway. It's a so I, I just started the BBC. It was a fake one. It wasn't even real. Oh, there we go. Otherwise, that would have been in my pocket, and it would have been back here with me, and I would have been showing it off today. Oh, sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. well, I'm gonna find. Actually, I might find my blue Peter badge and put it on for the. Oh, for of, course the of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> Put on your shirt. I'll put, it on, I'll put it on my shirt. I put my little blue Peter badge there. Um, but yeah, we will. Don't forget to send your questions in. Um, interacting with our our handle. So, uh, on to our fans' question. We have a few in. Um, pretty much most of the questions were the same, asking a little bit about the lineup against Australia. We kind of touched on that in the pod itself. So listen to that if you want to hear um, our thoughts on that. But there's a question here from Kez underscore Mason underscore. And it said, should Serena be making more substitutes and faster? Question mark, even just to waste time in added time. What's your thoughts? Um, uh, for me, I, I think we've definitely got some quality on the bench that could come into the game and perform as well, if not better than the performances that we've already had. So I don't think there's any disadvantage to bringing players in because our performances have been so bad. But I'm not a person that thinks, oh, let's just do it 
just to do it and to waste time. Mm-hmm. I think we're past that in terms of a, a country and where we are with our football, where actually we were going to win tournaments and medal and not really focusing on things that were like impact, like time wasting or stuff like that. So I, I wouldn't see that as something that Serena will have at the forefront of her mind in terms of where we are as a as a as a country. But you might think different, as. No, I agree. I don't. I, the time wasting stuff. I think yeah, you can do that in game, and obviously we've seen you can't time waste with substitutions anymore because you're going to end up playing 120 minutes in a 90 minute game. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of that, no. In terms of making more substitutions in game, I think we have to. I think mm-hmm. we have to. I think we can't. Whether that is a trust thing, I don't know what it is. But we're so I'm so used to seeing this team have impact subs that keep the game fresh and keep the intensity high, and we haven't seen enough of it. And I think you can see players start to tire, decision-making starts to then then change and obviously then the quality then falls a little bit with that. So I would like to see more subs used in the right way, not just for the sake of making a sub, um, mm. but definitely given the impact they had last summer. Yeah, I definitely, like I said in the pod, I think I definitely would like to see Robinson feature at, at some point if in terms of a, an attacking player. So hopefully we can see that. Cool. Thank you for your questions, guys. Guys, between now and Wednesday, I'm going to put it out there. Any questions you want to ask about the tournament? Um, anything you're thinking in between that, VAR? You know, I know I've got a lot to say about that in this tournament. Don't think it's been used very well. It was used very well at the start. Throw your questions at us. It gives us more to talk about, more engagement. Thank you. Adios. Ciao. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 